This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Pastor Michael, we have a question that's been submitted by one of our community groups, and here's their question. Are there any circumstances in which a Christian should boycott a company? In other words, when does the line get drawn when a company is not just worldly, but actually goes beyond that and becomes anti-Christian or anti-biblical in its public statements or public positions? In other words, should we continue to do business with them and support what they're doing? So this is complicated. and. Um, Here's the question. Um, if I could boil it down as simply as I, uh, possible, should I support a company and help it stay in business knowing it is going to use some of my money to support an anti-Christian agenda? There you go. That's um, the question. And I feel like that just boils it down right to the core. And so I want to give, to start off, a warning to Christians. Great theology is nuanced. It's always nuanced. Um, social issues are also nuanced, and they are not as simple as emotional one-liners. For example, somebody could say, well, it is sin to give my money to use somebody who's going to um, resist Jesus with my money. That sounds compelling on the surface, but a good answer to this question is way, way more nuanced. And it's not gray. I think it's more black and white, but every black and white answer has nuances. And mm -hmm. so I want to help us think through some of those things. And uh, so here's how we're going to do this. I want to read a passage of scripture, and then I'm going to share a couple just points um, that are a reflection of this passage of scripture, and I think are something that applies directly to this issue and gives us some um, formation around it. So 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 13. Paul says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy and the swindlers or idolaters, since then you would need to go out of the world. But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother, i.e. he's a Christian, if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, a violent, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging outsiders or non-Christians. Is it not those inside of the church whom you were to judge? God judges those outsides. So outside. So number one, um, we are called to engage the immoral world. So being in this world requires participating in the economy of this world. And Paul gets this. Um, and so Paul understands, I, I'm going to give my money to some people and I'm going to give my money to non-Christians and I have no control over what they do with it. But Paul gets a very simple principle. I'm responsible for me, not for them. And that's not the only principle. Again, that's one nuance. There are other nuances to this. So lest somebody conclude that's all we have to say on this matter. Um, but I want you to imagine that Paul comes into a church and here's what he says to the church. Separate yourself from immoral people, right? How would the church interpret that? They would naturally interpret that and say, stay away from non-Christians. Now, that actually is not what Paul not means. Not at all. That's at what all. he means. He's having to correct a misunderstanding. And so here's what he means. He does not mean avoid immoral people or doing business with immoral people. Uh, otherwise, you'd have to 
completely remove yourself from the world. And that's not Paul's admonition. In fact, if we're going to boycott anybody, we should be boycotting people who profess the name of Jesus Christ and then live immoral lives. There you go. I'm actually more inclined to boycott Christian companies that are supporting immoral issues than I am non-Christian companies that are supporting fully agree with immoral issues. And so I think there's just an interesting thing here. Here's a question under this one point. Um, uh, Would you get a newspaper uh, that supports Planned Parenthood and would you give them money for an ad that is a gospel presentation? Mm, Good question. So here's the point, right? I am giving my money to a company that supports Planned Parenthood, a pro-choice organization, something that is explicitly Mm -hmm. anti-Christian. And I'm using that for good but my money is going towards supporting Planned Parenthood. Ah, it's, it's a quandary. So there's a principle that I want to just share with everybody who's working through this. I, I made this up, but I feel like it makes sense in my brain. It's the all things come back to Google principle, okay? And so <laughs> Google is a company that you cannot get away from it. They are liberal in their social policies. They use their billions of dollars to promote anti-Christian social agendas. And so here, here's the question, okay? Should I um, shop at Target? Well, Target gives Google money. Did you know that? Like, like mm-hmm. Google's making money off of Target. So you give money to Target, you're paying Google, right? Um, should I support my local organization who is promoted on Google Maps, which is almost every organization on the planet? Well, by doing that, you're actually promoting and supporting Google, which is supporting liberal social policies. You can think about anything on the planet and all roads lead back to Google, okay? <laughs> and uh, and so you're like, no, I'm resolutely back to Google, I use Bing. Okay, well, Microsoft, same thing. Apple, same thing. Amazon, same thing. We could just go down the line. Almost every single major major company in America supports liberal social policies because they will be obliterated financially if they don't. Okay. Mm -hmm. We say all that to say, okay, where's the limit? Okay. So, okay. I'm only going to buy organic and locally grown stuff because then I know where my money is going. Okay. Are you going to interrogate all of them and ask them how they're using their profits? Do you use your profits to get drunk? Do you smoke pot? You know, like at some point it becomes insane. And Paul doesn't even honor this conversation. He's just like, look, you're going to be in the world. Deal with it. You're not responsible for what they do. You're responsible for you. So point number one, we're called to engage an immoral world. Point number two, apparently a significantly greater threat to the church than non-Christians pursuing non-Christian causes exists. And that greater threat is Christians who bear the name of brother or follower of Jesus who are living immoral lives. And that is what Paul was addressing. That is what he's addressing. And so Paul is, I mean, we mentioned this a couple minutes ago, but Paul's like, boycott Christians, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know? Don't boycott non-Christians. Non-Christians do what non-Christians do. That's what they do. Um, Boycott Christians who are gonna support immoral causes. Now that I totally get. Number, Number three, boycotters, I just wanna say this, they're typically good intentioned. Like their desires are, are mostly, I would say, usually to please to please God. Anybody wrestling through this question has good motives. I want to stand before God. I want to use my money, my time, my resources. I want to steward them in a way that honors Him. Okay, that's that's awesome. But very rarely do Christians have the ability to boycott non Christians without being condemning and judging. Mm-hmm. Now, um, should we condemn and judge immorality? Yes. yes. Should we condemn and judge immoral non-Christians? Well, let's just go back to our text. What have I to do with judging outsiders? Is it not those inside the church whom you were to judge? God judges those outside. 
So there is a non-judgmental, non-condemning, non-conclusive perspective we have about their eternity because we have no idea what God will or will not do in their lives. But here's what I do know. Paul's like, look, you're going to navigate the outside world. Your objective is not to have a posture of condemnation and looking down on them because your boycotting is not a gospel proclamation. Right. It's and that not. is what it really should be about, about loving them towards the gospel. Totally. So again, some of you are like, but, 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 but we're not done yet. Number four, Jesus is not opposed to financially supporting systems that are not perfectly righteous. I would even go as far as saying Jesus actively supports supporting systems and organizations that kill Christians. Now listeners are perking up. Now they're listening. Okay. Jesus says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, right? If there was ever a moment to, bo- moment to boycott anybody, it would have been Christians boycotting Rome, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, enslaving people against their will, executing Christians and tons of other slaves in the gladiator arenas. I mean, mi- crucifying them left and right just for being Christians. It was crazy. And so here's what Jesus says. Give them your money. You know, give to God what's God's, what bears his image, and give to Caesar what bears his image. If he wants it, take it, you know? Okay, and I can imagine Christians going up to Jesus and saying, well, I can't believe how you're going to stand before God and give your money over to somebody who's going to use it to kill Christians. Like, because the money that the Christians are giving Caesar is actually being used to turn around and execute them. And Jesus is like, look, you're all missing the point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll take care of Caesar. You be concerned about your own community. Right. Uh, you, you can't get away from this. And if you're going to live in this world, there are these worldly obligations and you have to abide by those. And again, some of you are asking questions and you're like, but, 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 but we're not done yet. Uh, so I'm going to give uh, finally just some guiding principles that I think can help us maybe do a little bit better with this. Number one, I am free to do or not to do business with non-Christians in purchasing products that are neutral or good for God's glory. Here's what that means. Mm-hmm. I can, or I don't have to. You do what you want. So Christians listening, if you want to boycott, have at it. I'm not going to judge you. Um, it's not sin. As long as it's done in love. As long as it's done in love. Not now hate. you can boycott in a sinful way. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's then correct. I'll be like, bro, I'm judging you. Stop doing that. Yeah. Um, but if, if you want to shop at Amazon and buy good or neutral things, you can do that. Um, there's freedom on this level. And I think people are looking for a, no, you should never. Well, again, all things go back to Google. So you will literally starve to death if you don't Mm -hmm. figure out how to give your money to somebody somewhere sometime eventually that supports causes that are anti-Christian. It's just one of those inevitable things. Um, So number one, I'm free to do or not to do what I want with with boycotting. Number two, I will pay businesses, non-Christian businesses for commodities but I will not support businesses for causes. So here's what that means. Um, I will buy something from Apple that gives me a commodity. But when they say, would you like to support $1 extra on your fee for Planned Parenthood? I'm going to say no. Um, And so, or, hey, we have a special product that's coming out. Now you can get the iPhone, and this is a special um, Planned Parenthood iPhone. So 10% of all the profits of this go straight to Planned Parenthood. That is supporting a cause. Um, it's a product and a cause connected. Now, they're not doing that, but it's a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. In that circumstance, what I'm going to do is say, no, I'll just buy the phone where it's not directly connected to the cause. Um, and so, again, um, I would just look at this and say, um, Buy the commodity, do not support the cause. 
and you can't really ever get away from the two. You can't control what they do with it, which is the next principle. I'm responsible for me, not them. Mm -hmm. When I use my money, I'm using it for the commodity. What they do with the money is up to them and God. They will be accountable before God. And I think that is a huge thing. Once the money leaves my hands, I am no longer responsible for what happens to it if what I'm purchasing is a commodity. And then finally, the last principle here is I will not judge or condemn any thoughtful Christian for their choice in this matter. Some of you are like, I'm judging you, Michael. Can't believe you. And I'm like, chill, just relax. If Jesus was big into boycotts, he had every reason to train his people to boycott. And he didn't. But Jesus also understands he's given us a conscience. So if your conscience is thick and heavy on this, then you need to submit to your conscience as long as your conscience does not cause you to sin. But let me just wreck your conscience. You're going to die. If you don't support companies uh, in any way, shape, or form that support anti-Christian agendas, you will never figure out a way to function in this world, probably, or get food. Um, even the fertilizer that you're buying to fertilize your plants is eventually going to come back to supporting anti-Christian agendas. So I'm a little heated on this one. I don't know why I'm heated on it personally, but um, probably because I just want some of the Christians in this area to just relax, stop thinking illogically, get a little more nuanced and judge Christians. (laughs) Yeah, that's the best way to say it, right? Stop judging them, judge Christians. Thank you, Pastor Michael, for that answer, and especially for the four guiding principles. Listeners, please don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A Podcast Question. Please join us tomorrow when we ask the question, does Jesus really care about who I vote for? Mm-hmm.